mate, back again. I thought this week we could talk about something that seems to have been affecting the community quite a lot recently. COVID. Um, co- no. Sorry, what's COVID? <laughs> I'm talking about Pokemon, mate, of course. Vaccine soon, mate. Vaccine soon. Yeah, if you believe. If you believe all that shit, I don't know. Don't get me started, mate. Don't get me started. Um, but yeah, so I, I want to talk about something that's been affecting everyone, and it's not COVID. It is scamming, mate. It's scamming. Scams. It's something that we've both been eviction... Eviction? We've both been a victim of, not to obviously a high level, some people, but it's something that's affected both of us individually, but also it seems to be having quite a big effect on the Pokemon community as a whole. There's been quite a few high-profile cases. I thought we could talk about those and then how it's going to change the hobby going forward. So you... um. Before these like big leaguers we get into, um, you obviously some some time back bought some Charizards and they didn't turn out to be Charizards at all, did they? Really, that was your first inkling into this. Yeah, on Facebook Marketplace, I bought a. Um, it was basically a, like a, a binder page full of Charizards. So it was nine Charizards from a, I think it was a Diamond and Platinum set. I, think, I forget the name. Speaking to this woman on Facebook, yeah, me too good to pictures be true. and stuff. Well, the pictures are a little bit blurry, um, so I should have had my suspicions. And the price was pretty, yeah, pretty silly. I mean, and, and how does the old saying go? If it's saying? too good to be true, it probably is. Oh, okay. And that was uh, that was the Got case, to catch them all. I think, oh, right. Got to catch them all. <laughs> no, no, that's the um, old saying. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, see, in that case. See, too much. I've never seen that Charizard before, so I didn't know what it looked like anyway. But obviously, if I saw a page of base set Charizards and the pictures are a little bit blurry, oh yeah. But I mean, yeah. the thing is, like, it was naive. It was naive. So one of the things I actually, oh sorry, before we move on, did you do the rip test on one of them just to like? Yeah, it was, it was like inside. cardboard. It was yeah, literally shit. like it, it wasn't. So you know how um, you know the same cardboard that they used to make cereal boxes. Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I saw the card, you could tell the print. The print was all funny, and as soon as you felt it, it was like it was all like extra glossy. And then you, I teared it, and there was no black ink. It was just like a bit of flimsy cardboard from a cereal box. So, see, the experience yeah. I've had is um, there. It's actually pretty scary, actually, because um, now. I'm talking about individual cards now, not like packs and stuff, because I've never received a fake pack. I've not bought enough packs to receive a fake pack. But um, it's hard to put a date stamp on these sort of stuff because you can only go bo- go far, um, go back as far as the date it was released, right? So like all of these Neo Genesis base set, like those type of fakes, I think. I'm surprised that they fake the lower end cards more than anything, because like, if you're a, if you're a scammer, the idea is to make money of some sort, right? So I'm surprised that they go for in individual cards the fake lower end cards rather than the big hitters like Typhlos and your Charizards, your Lugias and all that. Yeah, like um, there's a bit of thought behind it, isn't there, to sort of make it legitimate, almost. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. The, pro- the problem is, though, with um, the popularity that, you know, 
that Pokemon is now seeing as well. You're going to get more and more of these people that are seeing an opportunity here to, to sell fake product. And it's only going to get worse, I think. It's only growing in popularity, so there's only going to be more scams. I mean, it's so hard to know as well. Like you said, you can do the rip test. But if it turns out to be real, then it's too late because you've ripped it. <laughs> well, no, that's the that's the risk as well. That, that should be your last resort. Yeah, know? exactly. Like, exactly. Um, so, some advice that I've now started to follow is, um, especially this this is especially for eBay really. So, um, I I was quite um, easy going before. I was quite like oh, I was a few pictures. Yeah, I'm. It says it says near mint. Um, which is a very common phrase for people to use, and it means different yeah. things to different it's got people. So many meanings. So, so one is obviously try and find products which reflects your own meaning of what like they're 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 sort of advertising. So if your definition of mint is perfect, no hollow scratches, no whitening, go for that sort of person who is also selling a product under that sort of thing. Because if it's not your same standard, you won't have to worry as much. Mm. Um, and the term near mint is so fluent with every single person on eBay. Like near mint, I've seen people advertise near mint, and the whitening is just constant throughout the entire card. I've seen near mint. There's been a crease through the middle of the fucking card before. Yeah, that's like, the like thing. bend where it's been bent in half, and I've seen someone. Oh, it's near mint. But is there it? are other people who reflect near mint as we see it, which is as near mint. A tiny, tiny, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Literally, it, it is near mint, right? Um, it's in the word, isn't it? But, um, yeah, exactly. But the other thing I do now is when I'm looking at a, a seller on eBay and I'm determining whether I want to buy this card or not, I go whether the description is really fleshed out. It has to be really, really like detailed description of like every card. They have to have gone to the extra effort to make that decision and to talk about the card. But also, like, I don't do it unless they have like at least really clear pictures of the holographic, like maybe up to like ten pictures. Like, I don't care if they. It it will probably mean. That I do miss out on some genuine people who are just trying to sell cards, right? That mm. the cards I'm after. But I'm not willing to spend, say, fifty, sixty pound on a card now, which it is for a basic hollow anymore at uh, these days, without knowing exactly what it looks like and what I'm buying. You have to be so careful. Yeah, for sure. I mean, with with eBay particularly, I would definitely agree that you want to try and buy from sellers that have got a decent bit of feedback. If you see an account that's brand new, that's got yeah. like two or three feedback, you know, it's not fair, but I, I would say stay clear because, you know, they're not well established. You want someone that's got ideally 100% positive feedback, someone that's yeah. got maybe over one or 200 feedback and that, you know, someone you can go on their profile and they've been a member of eBay for five years and they've not got any negative feedback because you can trust those people, people that clearly care about their account. Yeah, so and, um, that's something you could do. And the thing is, like, uh, the sort of um, hobby we're in, it's all about that trust. There is a trust element. It's not like you're yeah, going on sure. to buy a jumper and you know you're going to get that jumper. You're never going to receive a fake jumper, are you? It's always going to be... So, it, it, with cards, because of their value and they are collector's items and they are two people, they are valuable items. You know, mm. like, it's part of a collection and people give a shit like a big time like about their collections right so the last thing people want to do is get scammed and with cards it's particularly like rife don't you think it's like like yeah so i last um just before we get into like the big subjects but 
a few weeks ago I bought an energy card and it cost me about £8. On the video I did on my mobile phone I actually said £9 but it cost me £8. And um, something was off about it. Now, What set was that from? Neo Genesis. It's I the only doing, holographic I, energy. The hollow one, not a... Yeah, it's a metal energy card from Neo Genesis. And um, I couldn't tell from the pictures when I bought it that there was anything wrong with it. Okay. So obviously you're using your senses, aren't you? Right? Your senses. Does it look, you know... But the one to feel thing, as well. Yeah, exactly. And that's the one thing you can't do over eBay. You can't feel how the card feels. Um, and it was summing off. They're just... Uh, something was off. Like, um, it was... A, the yellow in was a little bit different as well compared to other Neo Genesis cards I had because luckily I've got a large set of them so it's like okay can I compare it to the borders of any other guy and there was just something off about it and I thought right okay obviously I want to know that I've got genuine cards I don't want to put a fake card in my binder and have a fake card it's just not right it wouldn't be right so um, of course so I ripped it you know I ripped it I, got, I sacrificed the £8 I spent on it ripped it and it was obvious instantly like the moment I did I sort of dedicated myself to the ripping of the card. Could I even knew tear it at first, could you? I, I knew it I knew yeah, I just knew could. I did the right thing because this card was so hard to rip. It was just like it was so bizarre. Like I've done rip tests on like duplicates have got like quag size and stuff and it's just it's just like there's a much more ease to it. And um, or quagsire. But the thing is when I ripped it after I did get through it, the the whole card instead of like ripping at first, it sort of creased into like the rip I was trying to make. It was really bizarre. It was just it was so hard to rip. And as soon as I did, there was just like this flap of silver in, which I just knew that you could just peel off. Yeah, that was um, like the the hollow foil on the front that was clear, yeah. like being ironed on or something like that. Yeah, literally. And um, but the, the the strange thing was there was this black line through it, but I, whether. Whether it was that or not, I don't know. But t- to be honest, with you, I knew it was fake. One because of the rip test, and two because this flappy hollow foil that just peeled off. And um, but I'm not gonna lie, I'd be like I said, I would be lying. I wasn't affected a little bit by it because I was in a bit worried because I was like, it's only through doing more and more and more of this hobby that you begin to realise how easy it is to get scammed. Like um, and uh, do you know what? It's not even down yeah. to the seller. To be honest, I'm sure that some sellers don't even know they've got fake cards. Like, if I'm a seller, oh, yeah. if I'm a seller, I'm not looking in as much detail as a collector is. The collector's looking at every single aspect of that card. You know, fucking hell, that is a gr- that's a grade eight card I've got there. Whereas a seller's like, I just want to sell that card. You know, it's in a sleeve, it's yeah, protected. Yeah, just want to shift it. And they, they probably don't know. Yeah, some for of them. sure. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, no, for sure. It's 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 just it's so shit. I mean, something as well. Quite a lot of sales are starting to happen on Facebook groups and through Instagram and stuff. I've bought quite a few cards and bits off Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. And that's great because obviously you save money on the eBay fees. The only downside to that is it's, it's that massive element of trust. So you have to make sure, the only bit of advice I would say with buying from kind of Facebook groups and Instagram, etc. I would say, first of all, try and get some references on the seller. And if you can't do that, I would say, for me, I always, if it's over 20 quid, I always pay with goods and services. Yeah. Because that way you've got the PayPal protection, and that has saved me once or twice. I learned the hard way. I don't know if you remember. I bought the Game Boy Advance with a Pokemon game. Uh, There was a Game Boy Color with a Pokemon game about 
two years ago, I bought it through Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. I made the mistake of doing a bank transfer because I'm a f- fucking retard. Of course, the guy blocked me. Never heard from me, from him again. Facebook ignored my complaints, whatever. And I, you know, I, I lost you know sixty, seventy quid, whatever it was. I learned the hard way. If I'd have paid through goods and services, PayPal, I would have been protected. PayPal would have refunded me. So, bit of advice, I'd say always pay goods and services if you can't afford to lose that money. Do, do you know what I think is funny? Like, um, actually, it's, it's not putting people down at all, right? But it's a lot of effort for like seventy quid. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, um, not from your end, but from their end, like... No, 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 for sure, for sure. The, the thing is, though, we, we don't know how many people they're doing that to. There was something recently, one of the Instagram groups I'm a part of, this bloke got exposed because he'd been caught in the same day. He'd sold the same Charizard to, like, 12 people. That all sent him the money. All these people had got in touch with each other, chasing this bloke up through the posts. And it turned out, yeah, the bloke had sold them the same thing. And obviously he'd sold 12... And then he blocked everyone and closed his Instagram account and ran away with the money. Yeah, scumbags, really, isn't they? It's scumbags, mate. But that's that's it's, um, it's, it's, it's only going to get worse. That's definitely different from fakes, but I know what you mean. It's like um, it's just people not giving up their product, isn't it? Like, egg, well, that's full on stealing. On. Yeah, it is. It's, that's full on yeah, stealing. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. It's theft. But they're using people's like love of the hobby yeah. to get at people. Yeah. Like, like I said. You have to invest in some money. It, like this hobby is expensive. There's, there's no, mm. there's no way about. You know, there's no cheap yeah. option now. This hobby is expensive, so taking advantage of people's love for the hobby, you just, it's just shattering to people. Especially if that's a lot of money to people. Like, if say if that was like a big chunk of your wages, and you thought like, oh, do you know what? I've done these savings. I'm just gonna dedicate myself yeah. to this card. Gonna it's treat last, myself. It's the last one I need in my set. And it's just, it's just shattering to people. Like it's so shit. Like this is the real dark side of this hobby, where it's just like, I I don't know even now. Like I, I'm I'm as I've gone along in my in the journey, right? As we all have in collecting, there are probably cards which I overlooked completely back in the day, thinking they were fucking pristine. Look at this card, my god! And it's only as you as you go through, like you said, making mistakes and learning from these shitty experiences that you get begin to realise actually that one's a bit dodgy. Actually, this one I'm not too sure about. It's just a it's only through doing the bad in it really which is a shame because you only like you do your quick learning through making mistakes right and it's just sometimes it's a hard way to learn that they're just scumbags out there yeah um so i think the biggest the biggest example to date that kind of put the internet into some kind of frenzy was the uh $375,000 first edition basic booster box there's a channel i think they're called the dumb money um, something like that, and they got in touch with this bloke who's quite new to the scene called Collectible Guru. Um, and there's a lot of bad feeling around this bloke at the minute already. A lot of people don't like him. You know, I don't know the guy. Not that he gives a fuck anyway. So <laughs> I won't say how I feel about it. But he's got a bit of a reputation already. People are saying he's only in it for the money. So before this year, he was into cryptocurrency. And he's kind of fallen into Pokemon because he can see the money and the opportunities that are there. Anyway, he sold this, well, he sourced this first edition base set booster box for this YouTube channel. They paid $375,000 for it. They've gone on a live stream, as you've seen. Obviously, they open it and it's fake. But what's really interesting is this crypto king, collector guru, whatever you want to call him, he said... Um, 
So in this meeting, in the video, he says to them, oh yeah, it's been, sit, it's been in a sealed locker for like the last few years, at least 10 years, been untouched, you know, it's a piece of history, yada, yada, yada. They open it up. Some of the fake cars inside are from 2020. So it's like, hold on a minute, either you're lying or the person that sold it to you is lying. If someone here is lying, I think they've got, you know, they, I think they got the second box, so they got what they paid for originally, so they, I think they replaced the box for them, but it's not the point. It's, so that's they got really a genuine box half a million dollars. Yeah, I think he sourced another one for them, but people are saying that he was probably hoping they wouldn't open it live on stream, and then what an idiot. obviously he could get away with that. If it, but the thing is, it's, it's unfair to say, because we don't definitely know it's him, it's just there's a lot of shadiness going on with this bloke. Um, and it, I guess that's one of the things I wanted to ask you is not the scamming side of it, but how do you feel about people that are getting into this for the money side? Like, does that bother you? It doesn't bother me, but um, because uh, like people that couldn't give a fuck about Pokemon, essentially, because before this year, this bloke didn't give a shit, and there's a lot of mixed feelings about people getting into this just for the money because then they might not have that same integrity that people like you and I might have you know who have grown up with this is that a problem though so I don't, I don't see it as a problem because I feel I feel like yeah. people in the hobby now who have been in it for a while who who genuinely love pokemon they love the games they love the anime that whatever like the cards I feel like those people do know obviously way more than these sellers do they're trying to get in for money so mm. it's obvious to someone when they're trying to make money because they're just racking up prices right and you might get the odd person who buys from them but I feel like the Pokemon community itself does have, does have its head screwed on like um, especially if you're our age you know like late 20s who grew up with the thing back in the day you're going to know a lot more about these cards than these people who've got into it for five minutes so you have that advantage of just knowing more like um we know what to look for. We know like what's rare, what's not. These people who are just making money, genuinely, if you try to get into something just purely to make money, you're not going to get very far. It's because you've got no like, uh, you've got nothing invested. You've got that passion, I think, haven't you? You've got nothing yeah. invested in it personally. I think it's like that thing, you know, when, when you create a business, you don't do it just for the money. You do it because you've got a passion for the business and you've got a passion to keep it going and stuff. It's not the same, I don't think, if you're just there to make money. Like, Granted, there are decent people out there who probably do try and make a lot of money out of it, and they probably like Pokemon as well. But to be honest with you, I feel like the community itself, the only thing it is doing is probably making people with collections that is making that value go up, I suppose. Because oh, the value's there, gone up. There is like so, a little bit yeah. of um, feedback. So people who, are, who obviously have a lot of money, not like on the average wage, I'm t- talking about people who are like multimillionaires, people like that, they are helping to drive the market as you keep saying to me um and it makes it interesting yeah, because sure. it makes our value uh, of the things we have higher the downside is trying to buy cards to finish those sets is now harder so you're spending more but you, what you've got is worth more so um and that's due to these people who are obviously multi-millionaires but sellers just get into it yeah. I, I don't think it's a bad thing i just feel like the integrity has to be there if you are going to do it and Pokemon's very public at the moment. It's a very like public event going on. Most of these like online streamers, um, they're getting out their old Pokemon cards because it's the thing to do now. Um, 
and I never thought yeah. I'd say that, but it's like it's probably one of the most popular things to do, like live stream, get these boxes. My fucking god, twenty year old Pokemon unboxing. Oh my god, like, all these faces and stuff. It's like Pokemon's never been so popular. You know, with the exception of when it first came out, Pokemon has never been this popular in all its history. So it's like... Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I definitely think... I think we've briefly touched on it before. I think a big part of it is a lot of these people that kind of grew up yeah. with it. You're getting to the point in their lives now where they're coming into a bit of money or they're stuck at home because of coronavirus and they're reminiscing about their childhood and thinking about old times and they're getting back into to Pokemon through that. I mean, I definitely agree with you. I think... I don't think it's an issue of some people getting into it just for the money because, you know, it's, like you said, it's going to drive the prices up of the items we've already got, which is great, um, you know, and it's 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 up to them. It's, I've not got any issue with that. The only thing I would say is it does mean that I think people are going to have to toughen up and wise yeah, up. Yeah, for sure. Like, like, you know, like we've discussed. Yeah, there's a steep um, learning curve that's needed for people um, who aren't as savvy as we are, I suppose. So, yeah, I mean, one of the people that I trust... I don't know him, but one of the people I trust online the most is someone called PokeRev. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm going to talk about that, that that Neo box. So last week, he, he opened a Neo box that he had in his collection. He paid $10,000 for a Japanese Neo booster box. Box looked really legit, opened it up. Packs on top looked really legit. As soon as he started to open up, you know, the box, he realised that half of the packs were open. Started to look at the cards, and it turned out that some of the cards looked legit. Some of the cards looked a little bit off, but you know he carried on with the live stream and uh, done the rip test. And the same thing happened to those that happened to your Neo foil card. And once you looked closer, you could see the print lines were off. And now that's a really knowledgeable guy there who's just been. Duped. Well, that's the thing because um, when I when I first watched that video, I, I have to admit I thought it was just to get likes I thought he was just going he was because obviously before that there was that massive box you spoke about earlier and I thought oh this is just a follow on mm. event that someone's trying to get more yeah. subscribers for right oh my god I've been scammed oh fuck like watch my video that sort of thing right that's what I thought was ha- that's what I thought was <laughs> happening and um which is a that's what we should well, do in two hundred like I get it people are trying to obviously get views and they make money from YouTube views but at the same time it's like come on like but actually the more I watched that video the more it is, when, especially when he had um, people on who obviously paid money and had he had refunds and stuff and what, I I realised yeah. quite clearly this guy is obviously quite a genuine guy. Um, after me, I was new to him, so. But what I found, honestly, mate, he is decent. He's a really what good I found guy. interesting was um, my first reaction when I saw the box opening was that it's fake because obviously like the packs are open so instant it's like fucking hell packs but he's obviously this is what I talk about experience right he's obviously experienced things in the past where age in Japanese like I don't know anything about Japanese cards to be honest I know probably a little bit about English cards but he's obviously experienced a lot with Japanese cards because he didn't assume instantly that they were fake when they were open so he's yeah he thought it was a factory this is the thing so he must have seen a lot of stuff in the past to say actually there is these occasions where it's genuine and this happens and this happens and this and it's like for me gut instinct was like it's fake now even though it was fake I'm, I, I don't know anything about the packaging I don't know anything about the hollow crimp in Japan I don't know anything about these packs like colour wise so I'd be really open to that sort of scam whereas him luckily he's been he's sort of yeah. bread and butter is this opening um, so I just found it interesting and that's why I was talking about the sophistication of it because 
to make these things takes a lot of time and effort. Like to make to make fake cards, I think is is forgery at the end of the day. It's like posting a fake check or something. It's, of course, it's, you have to get everything spot on. There's a lot of detail on a Pokemon card. Okay, especially if it's Japanese, it's the text, it's the symbols, it's the lighting, it's the shading, it's everything. That's why I think it's scary because the sophistication behind it. And you might think, oh, it's just photocopying, it's just two things you stick it together. It's not that at all. If you're a collector, you are looking at every detail. Like, I don't care. Like, if you purchase a card, <laughs> you are going to be looking at that card. So the card has to be yeah. spot on. There's none of this like, oh, we just quickly stick three layers down together. It doesn't work that way. You're going to be caught out quickly like that. The sophistication behind it is scary. The, yeah, it is. It is. There's a massive, um, there's a massive load right now of fake boosters circulating on eBay as well. And what people are doing is they're getting like the fossil and jungle empty packs, filling them with eleven random cards and resealing the pack. But they're that they're, they're making sure that the crimps on the packs haven't been damaged, so they can easily resell them with like a pressing machine. Mm. And there's loads of them going on eBay. Loads of them going. There's people I know that have bought packs of eBay. It turned out to be fake, and it's it's hard. It's hard to know what's real and what's not with some items. And the more money that comes into this hobby, the more popularity it gets. The worse it's going to get. People are going to learn new techniques. And if someone like PokeRev can be scammed, who's just someone that again I don't know him, but it's someone that you know I trust his his knowledge and opinion, and someone like him can be fooled you know what hope do people like you know us have I, I suppose the benefit is for us and it's what you mentioned right at the, we haven't got that money to yeah, waste exactly it's, it's literally what you mentioned right at the beginning of the podcast is we would be on the very low end of that scam I mean it's a scam nonetheless 80 quid it's a lot of money to someone you know but um, mm. I suppose at least we can't invest that amount of money to be scammed with it, do you know what I mean? Like at least, <laughs> at least there's a benefit to sort of just picking and choosing your cards rather than getting a, like I said, investing quarter of a million pounds on a base set. Do you know what I mean? Like at least yeah. that sort of money isn't up for grabs by these scammers for, by a lot of people. It's you have to get, you have to pick mm. and choose your audience if you want to go for that high end value. You know, like not everyone has two hundred fifty grand for a fucking Charizard first edition, whatever it is going for now. It's like, it, it, so it's at least mental. there is that. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's such a shit yeah, situation. Exactly. But don't be disheartened, people listening, because Pokemon's there to stay. <laughs> all right, we're all fans here, mate. It is it is withstood the test of time, and it will do for many years. Twenty fifth sure. anniversary pack's coming out next year. Everyone's looking forward to that. Yeah, next year is going to be a very big 2021. year. 2021. I mean, on. yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's 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 a really important point that you, you just raised, actually, is, yeah, there's a lot of negativity around, you know, the community now and a lot of people are scared and don't want to spend the money. But put that aside, I think the community is thriving. You know, it's as popular as it's ever yeah. been. And, you know, I, I've been lucky enough to, to become part of, you know, a couple of really good communities on Instagram and through Facebook and I've met some really cool people. Um, so uh, it's it's a great hobby, isn't it? It's a really really fun hobby to be part of, and it's it's better than ever. It is a minute. good hobby, and it, like I said, I'd encourage anyone to get involved in it. Obviously, like stick to your budget, be vigilant, control the virus, save lives. <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously, like yeah, get involved, get involved. Don't be disheartened by these like shitty stories on on YouTube. 
like uh, they're few and far between and most people have a great experience doing it so yeah exactly well said mate well said talking to get involved let us know what you think um, this episode should be on YouTube very soon hopefully the YouTube subscribers are, are slowly growing we've gone from one to two now so that's good um, the Spotify views are going up as well which is great starting to see a tiny bit of traction so get involved people let us know what you think there'll be a, a big giveaway coming soon as well so uh, watch this space are they your Charizards buying shots? yeah try and get rid of them mate <laughs> 